Hey guys, this is Trev. What you're about to hear is the audio from an episode that was originally recorded in video. To see the video, visit our website at insideactingpodcast.com. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to episode 69 of Inside Acting. Uh, I'm Trevor, AJ still up north doing Of Mice and Men, getting rave reviews. So uh, we're just going to skip the bookends today and jump right into the interview today, which was with Kyle Carvin, who's an actor, kind of a health guru, fitness fanatic guy. Very cool stuff. So let's go check it out. So, welcome back. Very excited to be sitting here with Kyle Carvin, uh, an actor with a huge, <laughs> a huge <laughs> list of IMDb credits, uh, and also kind of a, a, a guy who's very into health and fitness and has some pretty interesting stories about what he's been doing for the community uh, with that as well. So, Kyle, great to have you here. Thanks yeah, for being here. I'm really happy to be here. I love the show. Cool. Big cool. Thanks, the show. So, um, we'd like to usually start off with like a, just a quick, a quick little like. 30 second version of, of how what got you into the industry and how you kind of got from where you are to or where you were to where you are now only 30 seconds yeah 30 <laughs> seconds go okay go um, well from New York I had no idea I was interested in acting until college really took a theater course in college part mm-hmm. of the curriculum um, and that's kind of what started it and I still didn't even want to be an actor but there was nothing cool at the school for me, Wait, where'd you go to school? I went to uh, it's a small school, Hartwick College, okay. back east. Yeah. So I had no idea what I wanted to do. Took a theater course, thought that was the coolest thing at the time, so I went with a theater degree. Wow. Yeah. Cool. So you so, were kind of a late bloomer then. Oh, yeah. And then even, I mean, even during college, like, I thought the acting stuff was cool, but I was more interested in the film production side. Um, and then after college, I stayed home for a year, just working a, a sales job, Really wasn't too focused on any one thing, and then I was like, I gotta go to New York City and figure this out. Went cool. down there, got into acting, just on the whim of the wind. Wow! So, <laughs> so you like you just literally you walked into like an agent's office, or you no? Just, I had no, I had no idea how to start. Um, I didn't know anybody that was an actor. Um, man, that's so long ago. I uh, I remember. I knew I had to get headshots. I knew that much, so I started just Googling headshot photographers, and that kind of led into, you know, you Google one thing, and then you kind of go off on tangents right. on other things. So I, I found, like, commercial classes. I got into a commercial class, met some actors, and the casting director there um, suggested some things I should do. And all kind of started very slowly, I think, for two or three years. Um, I still was just trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do. It was really slow, step-by-step, baby-step stuff. Wow. Yeah. Cool. And, then, so, so, and, and I'm then, still so, trying to find out what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> right, right. Cool. In New York, you know, you can, there's definitely things going on. At the time when I left, I think there was like four soap operas. Um, yeah, God, four like, soap operas, and then they're disappearing. Yeah. yeah, and I don't even know. I think the one that was in New York got canceled now. But um, So there's like four soap operas. There was The Law and Orders and a couple other shows here and there. Yeah. Um, so those started disappearing. And then, and even when you're on the shows there, you know, you can't, unless you're a recurring character, you can't do them over again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was doing a lot of, I did some of those, and then I did a lot of indie projects, a lot of indie films, uh, all throughout New England, really. Um, but there was always the same size stuff, right. which was cool. I was happy to do it. I loved doing that stuff. But it was like, I can't make a living doing these indie projects. I can't. So if I'm really going to go after it, i got to go to where the work is. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Coming out to LA, it was almost like starting over again, because um, I, I did a decent amount of networking and whatnot back in New York, um, and then in LA I was brand new, just like millions of us are, you know. 
Um, and nobody knew who I was. My agent knew who I was. was that, that was about it. He was bi-coastal, too. So that was the one That's awesome cool. thing. I came out with the same agent from New York. Um, and I love him. And Are you still with him? I'm still with him, yeah. It's, awesome. it's, I don't know if you guys say names on here and sure, stuff. Sure, yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> Okay. Why not? It's, a, it's Avalon Artist Group. Oh, okay. I'm with Craig Holzberg. I think AJ was with uh, okay. too. Yeah, I love, I, I love Craig. I think he's awesome. Cool. Um, so, yeah, when I, when I got out here, it was... The good news is I, I was starting over. Uh, I was starting over as like a fresh face in LA, but at least I knew what I was doing this time in a way. Like uh, I knew um, the direction to head anyway. Mm-hmm. So out here, I, I would just say the frustration is the same for everyone. I'd say it's just trying to trying to get into the rooms is, is tough. There's a lot more actors out here. Mm-hmm. Um, believe it or not, some people are are. Not not necessarily. I don't think that that's true. But there's just so many actors out here in New York. I found it easier just to get, even actors access auditions. Um, they're so tough to get out here. Mm-hmm. It's 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 crazy. In New York, you can almost be seen if you submit yourself on something. It's almost like you get an audition. Not every time, but and then you know when you start to talk about TV and and the big films. I mean, that's even tougher. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just that that whole how do I how do I get into these rooms? Who do I, who do I meet? You know? Right. Um, so that's, that's always the frustrating part. Do you feel like it helped you to kind of start off in New York where the oh, yeah. market's a little bit different or, Definitely. or even smaller maybe? Yeah. Um, cause you, cause you've done a ton of stuff and I mean, I, you said a lot of that was in New York. So a lot of, yeah, I'd say, you know, 70% of years. what I've done has been in, in New York. Um, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm so thankful to be coming from New York where I got, to, cause I feel like if I were to make the mistakes I made here than I made in New York, maybe it's a, maybe it would be a different story because you know you hear things like uh, you go in for somebody and if you do a horrible job, if you go in for a casting director and they think you're just atrocious, there's a chance they might not ever see you yeah, again. And I hear that history. stuff, yeah. So thankfully, I got most of that stuff out while I was while I was younger in New York. I could make the mistakes. Um, I still make them, of course, we all do. But, uh, yeah, I mean, coming from New York, it's funny. I did a lot of casting director workshops. Mm-hmm. Sure. So one in New York, that, one of the big differences was uh, they do a lot more agent and manager casting director workshops in New York. In New York. There's only, there was only a handful of, of, the, of actual casting director ones. Um, but I remember reading for an agent, and uh, it was her and her partner. I can't remember their name. And it was... I don't know, a month or two before I was coming out to L.A. And I did my scene, and I thought I was pretty good. But the first thing she said was, uh, you know, where do you have you ever taken any classes before? I was like, yeah, I, I have. Um, and I'm actually I'm going out to New York, or I'm going out to L.A., um, so I'm just kind of... And they, they were an L.A. agency. That's why I was, I was telling In them... New York? Uh, yeah, they, I guess they were kind of uh, just going back and forth. I don't know. I don't know their situation exactly. Uh, but I said I was heading out to L.A. because I thought, oh, maybe they're interested. <laughs> but they're not interested at all. They said that don't go to L.A. They're going to eat you alive there. You had There's nothing to your scene that would say other to me that this guy is completely new to the business. He's green. Just don't go. Wow. And so in my head, I'm like, I'm going in two months. Like, right. I don't know. I don't know what to think about this now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah. Anyway, going back to the original question, 
I'm so glad I came from New York and made a lot of the mistakes, a lot of the kind of um, got the greenness kind of under wraps, got some nerves out, got used to how everything's kind of supposed to work. Um, cool. Just kind of learned the ins and outs a little bit. Cool. And you were saying that um, you're, a bit, you're involved with uh, a new project coming up in a few months on a yeah. kind of a producing and acting level, and you got it mm-hmm. um, by kind of just reaching out. So yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. It's cool. It's, um, this particular project is it's called Haunted Ship. It's uh, it's back east, back in back in Boston and Quincy, and it's uh, it's a kind of a found footage film. So it's kind Blair of what, it's kind like of what everybody's doing now. <laughs> yeah, 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 paranormal activity, all that stuff. And um, these guys are shooting this this horror film. I contacted them. I don't know six months ago or so. I saw a random posting um, on some some site. It's not even it's not like now casting or actors access. Same kind of deal. But it was really just a random thing. I don't know how it got to my inbox, but it said, hey, check out the new breakdowns. It didn't have a name attached to it from, I thought maybe it was like a scamming thing. Um, but I clicked on it anyway, and it led me to this just one-page website, and it had like six projects on it. Um, and I found this one, and I just contacted them because it looked cool. Did it charge you money? Sorry to interrupt you, but no. did it charge you money for that? No, like it just it was it, like I said, it's just really strange. Huh. Like, and I haven't. It's one of those se- mysteries of the since. industry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I haven't seen this site since, um, and I, I don't. It's just it, it's really really random. Um, but yeah, this would be the thing that like skyrockets you to start on. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I don't even know where the site came from. It just yeah. came out of the fog. It just happens. <laughs> and uh, I contacted these guys who were uh, behind the production, and we've been talking for like six or seven months. And I luckily I got in very early um, in terms of talking with them because now now that it's gaining steam, a lot of people are um, contacting them saying they want to be in it or do what they need to do to to be in it, whatever. Um, and they're starting to get the cast together. So they're starting to get the financing all coming in. Um, so, yeah, I got in, and, and I just wanted to get this film done because it's a horror film, which is my thing. I love the horror films. Mm-hmm. And they're shooting back east, back in Boston, and that's, like, my favorite city. So it's like these two things combined. It's just like a dream role. Um, so, yeah, it, it's like I told them i got to get this thing as much as you guys want this, I think I might want it more than you, and we got to get this thing made. Um, so we've just been kind of hashing stuff out for a few months now, and they've t- they've found people, I found people, kind of getting everybody together right now. Um, so it's going to be another four or five months to get everything under wraps and get it into production. But mm-hmm. super stoked about it doing some that producing is, on this. That, that's re- yeah, it's that's cool because you contacted them just as kind of an actor. Yeah, and you were just like, hey, I saw your casting breakdown, and I thought I'd be right for this role, basically. Yeah, yeah. and now just via the relationship you've developed via email and. I don't yeah. know, were there like phone calls in there yeah, somewhere? There, there's there's phone calls like a week after email started, um, and we've been just talking on the phone like once a week. Really yeah. cool, and I think that just goes to show like how much, how amorphous your role, especially now in 2012, how amorphous your role in the industry can be. Oh yeah, you know I think 10, 12, 15, 20 years ago. If you were an actor, you were an actor, and if you tried to vert, you know, veer into sure. producing or writing, directing, it was kind of seen as like. You don't know what you're doing because you're not specific enough. Yeah, you know. Right, right. And now it's like if you only do one thing, you're shooting you're yourself not, in the foot. Exactly, that's what it is. That's it's so like, funny. Even with these huge movies, I saw. I mean, you see it all the time. But uh, I just watched that 21 Jump Street movie with uh, Channing, which Tatum. I heard was good, and it's hilarious. <laughs> I heard it was it's good, awesome. Yeah. It's really, really good. Um, but I saw it's Channing Tatum and um, 
Is it Jonah Hill? Jonah that- Hill are the yeah. executive producers. There might be more than that, but those mm-hmm. are two of them. And that's what actors are doing now is they're executive producing and producing yeah. their own films. It's yeah. like you almost have to. I mean, if you're, I mean, if you can, why not? Yeah, you, you have know? to. You have to make it happen. Yeah. I mean, two of my favorite shows are Breaking Bad and Dexter. Yeah. And I, after like you know a couple episodes, I was like, wait a second, opening <laughs> credits. Um, Michael C. Hall, executive producer. Yeah. Brian Cranston, executive. Like, so they're making this happen for themselves. Yeah. It's not like somebody said, "You'd be great for this role." I mean, so that happens, but yeah. you know, most of the time, it's like the actors like, "This is going to be good for me." So, what do we have to do to make it happen? Mm-hmm. And they, right. work. I just think that's yeah. so. It's so interesting yeah. how it really works now compared to how we we talked about this during the break too, yeah. versus how most of us kind of are groomed to think it works. Yeah, there's. Um there's been a few times I just started to talk with you earlier. Um, there's been four or five times where I've I've seen a film, um, and either contacted an actor or the director. Um, I'd look up them on IMDb Pro, just find their contact info. Uh, most of them have like their agents or managers, so you can't necessarily contact them. Uh, but sometimes you actually get like a direct email address. Um, so I'll email them and just say, hey, saw such and such, loved like the cinematography that you did, I loved the job, I loved your work, whatever, and, and I'd say half the time I get a response, um, you know, thanks for checking it out, uh, let's, let's meet up for coffee, blah, 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 and relationships wow. have started like that a few times. Um, so 50% really response cool. rate? I'd say about a half a half a. Did you ever feel creepy? Like, like I'm I, a, a rabid <laughs> fan. Yeah, I correct. stalked you on the internet. And yeah. um, I guess it's always in the back of your head. It's like, yeah. oh, what may, what's going to make me stand out so I'm not like a creepy weirdo dude contacting right. him? But, you know, maybe that's why the other half don't respond. <laughs> right. <laughs> they think I'm a right. creep. Well, it probably helps yeah. too that right off the bat you compliment their work and you're specific yeah, yeah, yeah. about what you like. If you're, and, yeah, so I found if you write a general like fan, oh, I, I love your work it's you know they probably hear that stuff all the time yeah. but if you're specific with what they did well i find that that helps get the responses that's cool yeah. and you said like, actually be genuine about it and not just say hey mr spielberg right love the, war <laughs> right. the world right. want to uh, put me right. on the next one yeah right so uh that's and i cool. don't really approach them with the way of um you know i think you're great and how about we work together it's not not that it's just contacting them and letting them know they did a good job. You appreciated their work, and usually mm-hmm. they all respond. And then you talk about meeting up or what have you. That's cool. Yeah. And so when you do meet up, do you just kind of propose that you pick their brain over coffee yeah, or something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just talk to them about that project specifically that you contacted them for, and that kind of leads into their life, what That's they do, cool. what they want to do. Wow. Yeah. Great. That's our homework assignment right there. <laughs> that good. is very, very cool. Yeah. Sweet. So IMDb Pro is, uh, is a good place to go for oh, that. Oh, yeah. For a sure. lot of people will look up these people on Twitter and Facebook, too. Have yeah, that would probably work, too. I'm, yeah. uh, I've been on Twitter for a long time. I'm just kind of new to really doing all the like marketing that way. Um, mm-hmm. That's still new to me. But uh, I think that's probably a great way, too. I hear a lot of people give like direct contacts. If you do a, what is it? It's tweeting. Whatever yeah. you want to call it, you tweet out to somebody, yeah, um, yeah. and you get a response once in a while, I guess, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. I think it's probably, I don't know if it's as effective or, or not, or just the same as actually like an email or a phone call directly, mm-hmm. but definitely another avenue, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's very cool. I feel like the one thing you want to avoid with that um, is coming off as 
because you know Hollywood has a reputation for fake people. Oh yeah. You know people being smiling while they kind of stab you in the back, yeah. <laughs> or, or promising things and then flaking on you and things like that. I mean, yeah. Have you run into that kind of thing as, um, you've, as you've approached people to? Personally, no. Um, I think I've been fortunate enough to to not have to do that so much. Um, I've heard of it, mm-hmm. but not dealt with that personally. Cool. So, um, cool. But I do know of some people have said not to contact them, like via Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's a no-no. It's their personal stuff. You want yeah. to stay away from that. And I think it's pretty important that you do. Um, yeah. I have heard some casting directors say, "Don't contact me that uh, on Facebook. It's my stuff." You know, it's my life. Yeah. If you contacted me there, I'm not going to call you in. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, with that stuff, Um, you definitely want to go through the proper channels. Otherwise, you blacklist yourself, you know? (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah. So there's definitely some of that stuff. So you got to be careful a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That is very, very cool. Yeah. Sweet. If you were, uh, this is the Desert Island question. If you have one, given all your experience uh, and all your um, ups and downs and, and journeys and whatnot in this industry and in life in general, if you had one, one nugget of advice you could leave for somebody one nugget of wisdom what would that nugget be Mm. Um. (laughs) so i just totally put you on the spot i know but (laughs) there's so much to say here yeah yeah um i would guess it would be something to the tune of say yes more hmm um which reminds me of, there's a, I think Jim Carrey did a movie called The Yes Man. Yeah. And it's all about him saying yes to anything that comes across his path. Anybody asks him to do something, he says yes. And then it's about all the opportunities and doors that open because he said yes to things he normally would say no to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's kind of what I mean. Um, if you just say yes, a lot of stuff we turn down as actors and... It can be argued rightfully so. We turn down a lot of stuff that we move on to certain points in our career where we just don't want to do uh, this size project anymore. We don't want to student films anymore, per se. Um, or we don't want to work for free anymore. You know, that kind of thing. Um, you don't want to do background work anymore. It's another one. That that's kind of thing, and we all say it. Um, at certain points, I certainly have. And But if you just say yes, I don't know how many times I... I'd say 80% of what I have done is from meeting people on sets of things that I wouldn't necessarily wanted to do in the first place, but meeting these people, creating a relationship, and then working with them down the line, and then even meeting more people on that set and getting more work from that, and it just keeps going. And it's still from, I work with people now that I worked with when I was 2004, just starting acting, and I'm doing bigger things with them now. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe just to say yes more and uh, try to stay open to to some of these things like background work, non-paying work, um, student films. Um, if you don't do them, it's perfectly, it's, it's a good choice sometimes in certain people's careers. But uh, don't cut it out completely because you'd ever, you'd rather, yeah. you know, you never really know who's who's working on these things and who you'll meet. Mm-hmm. Um so definitely have an open mind. Cool. Say yes more. I love that. Say yes more. <laughs> what a perfect note to end on. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for checking out uh, this interview with Kyle Carvin. Uh, we'll be back next week with more. Take it easy. Take it easy.